You know what else happens? What happens? It's linked to the tampon story. Fuck me. Tell me. Incontinence. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like, I need to pee, right? And so when you need to pee, you have this muscle that goes like... So these muscles are weakened. Let's say I was in a meeting. I got in the car. I drove all the way home. I'm fine. I didn't pee myself. I walk into the house. I go into the bathroom. And the second I get into the bathroom and my brain is like, oh, fuck, thank God. Wow. Fuck. Sometimes when you cough, you pee yourself. No. Does anything go back to normal? Your eyes? <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Rhea And this is Marilyn And you're listening to Who Run The Time A spin-off of the very popular and famous podcast Who Run The World So what is Who (laughs) Run The Time, you may ask Well, back in the lockdown days of the COVID pandemic Marilyn and I were stuck in lockdown together with Hattie and Millie the cat and we decided to bring to you all the ways that we ran the time but lo and behold lockdown ended and time continued to run and we continue to run it and we are bringing to you today how Marilyn has been running the time for the last 19 months for the last too long as an expectant mother as a current mother and we're going to talk about how her body has been spending at the time. Listen, this could have been <laughs> things my mother didn't tell me but my best friend did. But truthfully, the state of affairs is so comical. And by comical, I mean tragic. <laughs> <laughs> tragic. Tragic. That we felt a who run the time would make this a little more lighthearted. I love that for you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, it's a great way to process the trauma. And may I caveat something from the outside? You're looking great. Thanks, darling. Loving the striped shirt. You know who doesn't agree with you? Who doesn't agree my with me? My tampons. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are going to dive deep, deep into that one. <laughs> All right. I didn't use a tampon, obviously, when I was pregnant. How did that feel? Oh, so amazing. Like the best gift of pregnancy. That's like possibly the only positive thing is you don't get your period. So then I gave birth to my daughter vaginally and I had a tear. And I was stitched up. It sounded like your daughter's name was. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) She came out of my vajayjay, everybody. I got stitches, breastfed her, so I didn't get my period for a while. And then I did. And not only did I have to use 2021 tampons, (laughs) because that's what I had at home. But also, guess what? What? You know how you stick a tampon in and it stays in? (laughs) It dropped out? doesn't do that anymore and I remember when I came back from Canada and my gynecologist here did my examination and he goes like hmm and I'm like what is it he's like you know in Canada they don't stitch you as tightly as we would have and I was like fuck you fucking patriarchal asshole fuck you fucking Lebanese doctor but now I wish that a Lebanese doctor had stitched me up so I could continue to wear tampons in my life also can I say that you never want to be at a doctor especially a gynecologist and, and for them looking to go at your stuff hmm? and be like, hmm. well. so it turns out that my vagina can no longer hold 
a tampon because the it way wasn't it used to stitch tight enough i think it's a combination of stitching and your pelvic floor also kind of just gives way and in some countries like france you there's actually re-education for that okay like gym for your vagina gym for your vagina and by the way i need to find her but this is this incredible tiktok account where the only thing she does is she puts abba music and then she goes like this and relax and whatever at the sound of the music and it's essentially pelvic floor gym but on the sound of a alba song on tiktok very fucking amazing all of this to say i didn't get none of that and now my tampons especially if i'm in a city where i'm walking like obviously in dubai i put oh. my tampon i sit down but we were in paris recently you did and not tell me that this happened they just would not stay so i switched to period underwear what was your flow like after was it nor like the it same it was bad the first time okay like heavy flow very it was like essentially nine months of tissue coming out oh that's after birth after breastfeeding for a while oh okay many women if they're breastfeeding they won't get their period so heavy flow was it extra painful or not really no it was like adi like it used to be and then this tampons weren't staying in this is it number change number one to your body welcome everybody wow. enjoy your tampons while you can fuck faces and so if you have a tighter stitching you might not have this correct hey, fucking man what the fuck I know, man. What the fuck of the fuck? This no, totes. I no, no. I hope you're preparing yourself. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I we'll have this conversation maybe another time. I don't know, man. So listen, C-section for the win, I guess, especially if you love your tampons. Okay, so that's that. What else is going on? I have a different shoe size now. I think that's nuts. My shoe size is now 38 instead of 37. You know what that means, Marilyn? We can share shoes. We can share shoes. Yeah. Oh, joy. Oh, joy. But if you have one more child, we can no longer share shoes. Then I'll be a 39. And then I'll have smaller feet than you. Mm. And I don't know if I will have kids. So hello. I'll be a 38. Are we forever. unpacking that instead? No, we're not. <laughs> what happens is that when you get pregnant, oftentimes, especially towards the end of the process, you just retain a lot of water. And some of that water retention is in your feet. For a long time. It actually expands your feet? Quite literally. Quite literally? Yep. Wait, take off your shoe. So show me where it expands. Does it expand horizontally or vertically, your feet? Both ways. Both ways? Because the whole thing just like... So it's like splatters? <laughs> yeah, it's like splatters like a zombie movie. Wow, it's your just, feet doesn't look I'm bigger. I'm a size 38 now. Welcome to Big Fig Nation. Payless has big shoe sizes. Thanks, Ria. <laughs> You know what else expands? What? Your hips. Your hip? Well, that makes sense. They never go back to being they the way they were. They never go back to where they were before? Nope. Are we sure? Certain. Are we sure that next year it won't go back? Nope. Not even a little? Nope. They just stay there? Yep. Do you feel it? In my pants. <gasps> How does that feel? Like I'm fat, but I'm not, you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't fit in my pants, but there's no reason because, like, I've lost most of the weight, but it's because my hips are wider. Your hips don't lie. My hips totally don't lie. Your hips don't lie. You had a baby. Maybe that's what that means. I have a question. If you have another child, is it like they've expanded for all the future children? Probably. Or Unless I have twins. Tahirik, don't put that in the universe. No, I won't. Thanks. I don't think I'd survive that. All right. So the hips. You know what else happens? This we all know, but we don't know how bad it is until it happens to us. We lose our hair. Yeah. I was literally losing like handfuls of hair every time I washed By it. By the way, that's scary. Terrifying. You know what else happens after you breastfeed? What? Your breast size goes down. 
Okay, I did not see that coming. I know, right? Wait, it goes down. So it shrinks. Let me get this fucking straight. Fucking patriarchy. <laughs> I should get paid to have a baby. So number one, your feet get bigger. <laughs> so feet, which are a good size. You don't need it to get bigger. But then Hips your wider. boobs get smaller. We love voluptuous boobs. We have voluptuous boobs. So is it like they deflate? Yeah. Is that why people have breast reconstructive surgery? After, after breastfeeding like lifting and yes stuff? you know what else happens what happens it's linked to the tampon story fuck me tell me incontinence sorry <laughs> <laughs> what sometimes and this happens to me at very interesting moments it's like i need to pee right and so when you need to pee you have this muscle that goes like right yeah it holds it so that you don't same pee muscles that's like with the tampon so these muscles are weakened and you need to rebuild them. Sometimes what will happen, I'm still better maybe than others in the sense that I can hold it. But the second I get, it, you know, let's say I was in a meeting, I got in the car, I drove all the way home. I'm fine. I didn't pee myself. I walk into the house. I go into the bathroom. And the second I get into the bathroom and my brain is like, oh, fuck, thank God. Wow. Fuck. I know. Luckily, it's usually in my own house. You pee yourself. Sometimes when you cough, you pee yourself. No. Does anything go back to normal? Your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I now have a um, stomach bulge that probably will never go away. No. Tiny bit. Hey, it's cute, but it's there. Okay. What else? Do you look forward to being pregnant? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so literally almost every proportion in my body has changed. Okay. So we were all laughing about all these, <laughs> all these things. I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. How does this all make you feel? Well, it just makes me feel like something I said in my last few months of pregnancy is where I used to call my child the hostile takeover. And I think like what people don't tell you about childbirth and becoming a mother physiologically is that it is not a gift to your body. Actually, you are diminishing your own health for the purpose of the survival of the species. It is not like you get any healthier when you become a mom. It's the opposite. But no one tells you that. Take us through, let's say, the first trimester after you gave birth. Three months out, six months out. Look, three months out, your boobs are huge. You haven't used the tampon, so you don't know any of this. And you're still wearing slippers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you don't actually notice these things until you start to think your life is going back to normal. You start to travel again. You get your period. You breastfeed less. So actually you only really, except for the hair loss piece, you lose the weight, but still you don't look the same, right? So it's actually when you're starting to feel like, this is my body again, that you're like, this is not my it body. is not. And so it's like, in the list of things, of shitty things that I have to deal with right now, this is not at the top of my list. So you just move on. Do you move on because... I mean, you have other things to do. I understand that. But your your interaction with your body happens in the crevices of the day, right? So you go to the bathroom, you're in the shower, uh, you get a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, uh, you try to put on some shoes and you're like, oh shit. Well, you try to buy shoes and you're like, I'm wearing, I used to wear this size. And then they're like, actually, ma'am, you're not, not anymore. And you're like, my toe is sticking out. So those are the moments where you get like a, oh shit, this is different. How do you cope with those? Or are you even Well, coping? I just think you express gratitude to your body for all the shit you've put it through. Say more. 
like you're just like you know what this is hard thank you for doing it it was harder than i even thought because you grew a shoe size your hips are wide your breasts are gone your hair has fallen but i love you was that something you quickly developed so again i'm also very lucky that i didn't do any efforts at all in terms of trying to lose weight I can now say I feel like I'm back to like my pre-pregnancy self, more or less, minus the little bulge. So I didn't have a long time of struggling with this. It just happened on its own. I don't know that that would be the same experience for all women, but I think for me, it's just like I look at it and I'm like, you're not what you used to be, but thank you for making me a mom. This is funny. We can joke about it. That's also why like, I thought this should be a who run the time, not a, not a things my mother didn't tell me. Because I'm not warning women against, you know, don't do it because this inevitably ugly thing will happen to you. I just think it's part of the coming of age of becoming a mom where you're like, Play it. this is going to be it. You know, like it's also a realization of the level of sacrifice that comes with it. And it's kind of nice. I don't have body dysmorphia. I don't feel bad about it. I don't resent my child or my pregnancy i'm just like okay here we are yeah i like that like as you say we don't know what other women are going through we don't know how they're feeling about their body changes etc etc even if someone didn't have a baby and you're suffering from body image issues or body dysmorphia i think one of the first thing that can help overcome that is saying Thank you, body, for giving me these two feet that take me everywhere. This is it. Or thank you, body, for surviving this flu that I just got. Or thank you, body, for being able to lift these bags up four flights of stairs every day because I need to do that. Or thank you, body, for people who also work with their hands for allowing me to perform this job, one, two, three, whatever it is. And I think having that gratitude must be very helpful. But I can imagine a lot of moms find this part quite difficult. Because you're accepting your new identity as a mom, you're accepting your new reality, your new the new way your your life is functioning, and not only that, now you also have to accept yeah, no, totally. a new shell in which you're living in, which is your body. Two billion percent. I don't think it's easy at all. I'm so busy, I don't have the time <laughs> to like get upset about all of this. Yeah, and you don't have to get upset because I I don't think there's something about getting upset. I mean, you chose. To be a yes, mom, but you know I wasn't I mean? told any of these things. But so I think all that's of them the interesting do part. come a little bit as a surprise. But I just try to take it with a bit of lightheartedness. That's all. Why the F doesn't anyone talk about this? And I know your whole theory about this is what helps continue the human species. And I understand that. But also I think because in the grand schema of this entire experience, like this isn't the thing that sticks out, you know? Do you think your body releases hormones for you to like? Oh, for sure. I'm being tricked by my body every fucking day. So I have a friend who just got pregnant, going through her first trimester, is feeling very nauseous, not feeling great. So I was talking to my mom the other day and she was like, how's this friend? And I said, she's not doing great. Like she's feeling really sick and she's feeling this. And she's like, why? What's wrong? And I was like, well, she's pregnant. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like that. She'll (laughs) get over it. And I was just like. First of all, your brain deletes the memory. Right, that's it's what like I'm saying, yeah. Your brain deals with your pregnancy as if it was a traumatic event. It deletes it. Like, I don't remember any of that shit. I don't remember the pain of childbirth. I don't remember the pain of breastfeeding in the early days. I don't remember the tiredness of the first few months. I don't remember any of that shit. And that's because my body is figuring itself out. Part of the healing is it deletes all those shitty memories and turns it into like a picture perfect moment and if you think in the grand schema 
of time. It's a blip. It's rather short, right? It's small, unlike my feet. So, Razy, I look forward to welcoming you amongst our ranks. Um, We're a very long time from that. A.K.A. Aabelik, A.K.A. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. As I reach for the wine and get more. Thanks for listening to me complain about all the shit that's happened to my body. Can I say something which I didn't say at the end of your pregnancy? What is it? Since you got pregnant, there's a lot of people who I know who've gotten pregnant and stuff. And I keep directing them <laughs> to the Who Run the World episodes where you talk about thoughts and feelings, the funny, the sad, the confusing. And they've all found a lot of comfort in you telling your story. Oh, thank you. I think you make a lot of people feel less alone by sharing these things. And I also feel that sometimes also looking at this from a humorous point of view makes it feel like yes it's a big thing but it also is like it is what it is you know yeah what I mean? ain't, ain't and, nothing gonna fix this and i think there's something nice about that being like yeah look my feet are huge but whatever <laughs> you know i have a kid and i'm happy and this is difficult but this is okay so having the more 360 degree view of your story is helping a lot of people is what i'm trying to say and um, thanks ray yeah you're welcome mayor all right you guys on this lovely note thank you for listening to me ramble about my post-pregnancy body Razy. thank you for always being game everybody we'll see you in two weeks and uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast we invite you to subscribe follow press that plus button whatever it is and if there's a five-star rating system please give us those five stars Marilyn has big feet she <laughs> lost her hair <laughs> she has wider hips the tampon doesn't fit and keeps falling out. <laughs> she gets to wear period panties. The least she can do is have a five star on her podcast. Please. So please do her a solid. She's much appreciative. It would help people discover our podcast. Also coming to a theater near you. Find us on TikTok. If you want to share your stories, write to us on say hi at who the world podcast.com. And yeah, this was Ray and Marilyn. And thank you for listening.